Hello, I'm Patrick Gakko, and this is my series, Superhuman You, where we help you reach your true potential through the power of imagination or more. On today's episode, we have um, Chad Osinga, our guest, uh, and uh, welcome, Chad. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. Awesome. Uh, so Chad has faced many challenges throughout his life, including growing up in a trap house, being injured while serving in Iraq, having three children with special needs, being hit by the motorcycle twice, and self-medicated to offset his PTSD. Uh, despite all these challenges, Chad has not only been able to overcome these hurdles, but has um, come to understand that everything has he has ever needed uh, to overcome adverse circumstances is within his soul. And um, how how uh, Chad spends his time is writing for publications like Authority Magazine, appears on podcasts, and other such motivational speaking engagement. Um, thank you, Chad, for joining us today, and, and I'm, I'm really excited for this session. And so one question that I have for you, Chad, is, how do you how do you rewire your thought process? I mean, you've gone through a lot of challenges, and it's easy enough to, you know, stay kind of in like in a negative, vicious cycle thinking process. How do you rewire, um, you know, the way you approach life after so many challenging circumstances? You know, that's a a great question, and it took me, man, uh, most of my life to figure this out, and. I think it, you know, we all have these negative experiences and, you know, one isn't greater than the others, right? And actually, um, mm-hmm. if you took someone who, let's say, was in Iraq and was blown up or saw friends die and you looked at their brain in an MRI and then also looked at someone who maybe was facing financial challenges and, you know, was being evicted from their apartment, that that impact is the same on the brain. You know, we, we like to, mm-hmm. to think one thing is, is stronger or greater than the other, but in all actuality, uh, to the brain, it's not. And I had to begin to almost like wires. I, I love how you said rewire because that's kind of how I look at experiences. And mm-hmm. I had to follow the, the wire and I had to, I had to have a face to face with myself and trace those things and say, why am I feeling this way? What is the reason for all of this? And it's not always one thing. For me, it was multiple, you know, experiences, especially in my childhood that, you know, had me perceiving life a certain way. And until I was Mm -hmm. willing to go back and face those things and then remove it almost like you have to, like a root, you have to remove the or I mean, right. weed. you have to remove the, the root to really get the, the weed from not growing again. And then we have to replace it with something positive, right? Something that we can uh, grow right. a, a positive connection out of. And, and so that was the process I had to tackle. And it wasn't easy. And it was a, a day in, day out thing. And to be honest, I still have to face moments where I have to, you know, say, okay, this is where this comes from and readdress it and go into my little garden of my mind and take out the, the weeds that maybe I overlooked or I, I didn't want to face for one reason or the other. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I mean, that, that definitely does make sense to me. I mean, it's, if I understand you correctly, you essentially had to go and, and 
change the, your belief system, right? You have to go back to your childhood and your approach to life and, and really go down that deep in order to be able to, to, to rewire, you know, your mind, your thinking process. Yes, exactly. I mean, you know, as simple as just our environments uh, that we live in, it really makes us believe mm -hmm. that that's all there is, that that's what I deserve or that's right. all I can have. And I also went through that as well. You know, growing up with a mother who was addicted to crack cocaine, I was living in a, a drug house and what I saw around me mm -hmm. was what I thought I had to be or all there was you know, in life. And, you know, right. it's a lie. Um, I don't know if you've ever heard of a man named Ryan Stuman, but he talks about the force of average. And I really feel strongly about this force of average. Uh, we have things like our environments uh, and, and our associations mm -hmm. that keep us thinking this is all we can be. And then we settle for it. We just accept it. We, you right. know, just, hey, that's cool. I'm going to work this nine to five at Burger yeah. King. And, you know, it was better than what my mom did. So I'm winning. And in all actuality, you know, we are really shortchanging ourselves from our true potential. And so, you know, it's, it's a struggle to, you know, change and alter something that you've been used to for several years or maybe your whole entire life. But if you can mm -hmm. begin to, to know that you're worth more and that there is more inside of you, you can start that journey, you know? Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and, I, and I definitely agree with, with kind of the approach of, you know, going back to your childhood, going back to the root cause, um, you know, going back to your roots to, to be able to, to change your circumstances. Um, so... One question that I have, and, and I know, you know, when when you've been around so much kind of violence and and really tough situation, it's easy to be angry, right? And and I can definitely relate. And so, how do you prevent that anger um, to not only hurt yourself but also uh, define your entire life, right? Because it's oh. it's it's a very very powerful source of energy anger and a lot of the times is destructive more than anything else uh you're 100 right that it is definitely a, a force and you know i believe that our behaviors are the the drivers of our life right that that is the main driver so mm -hmm. how we act our, our habits you know and and it really it all stems back to the way our thought process our mindsets what we have seen and, and grown accustomed to and you're right. I saw a lot of violence and, and I thought that was how you handled, you know, every situation. And then, you know, you couple that mm -hmm. with just being angry, you know, um, and it, it took, it took a lot of bad experiences for me to understand that it was not placing me where I wanted to be, you know, it, all of this starts right. with a, a personal decision of wanting more. If you don't want it, you know, there's nothing I can say, you can say, or or anyone else that's going to, to call someone to, to say, okay, I'm going to address this. But at the end of the day, yeah, we have to begin to change our behaviors, right? So uh, start exercising, you know, um, meditation. I love meditation, but it's uncomfortable for most because, again, you have to face you. You have to begin to, to look at, at 
how you've acted and and start, you know, making alterations to who you are. And that's never comfortable. And so until your mm-hmm. your your mind is in that place where where it's going to accept the alterations and, and accept a little bit of uncomfort, you know, uh, most people don't want to take that journey. And for myself, what really I think did it for me is my last accident. Uh, I was stuck in a hospital and my family couldn't see me. My phone had been destroyed on my motorcycle. I was in ICU. Mm -hmm. So I had reruns and nurses that, you know, only came in once in a while. I couldn't drink. I couldn't smoke marijuana. I couldn't do anything to take my mind off of my reality. And so I was forced to to really start thinking about the different things that had driven me to make the choices that I have made throughout my life. And when you when I look mm-hmm. back, I was I could see how you know I, this anger had had really almost like an influence it truly had influenced almost every aspect of my life and I knew I had to begin to make some type of changes. And I'm a right. firm believer in just doing something, something, just even if you don't know what to yeah. do, I can't remember who said it, but someone said, even if you don't know what to do, get up and walk around the block to figure it out, because at least you're trying to do something to figure it out, you know, and that's kind of where I started. I didn't know exactly how I was going to fix it, everything, you know, but I started taking action mm-hmm. and a lot of it uh, came through influential people and, and studying and just wanting to learn more about how to better myself. Yeah, for sure. I mean, there's a, there's a Tupac rhyme line from one of his songs. Um, I forget which one, but he, he says that my anger always leaves me like a stranger. Right. Mm. And, and I think, you know, to, to your point in terms of meditation, I think the misconception that there is out there is meditation helps you quiet down your mind. I think we naturally, just because as human beings, right, um, and, and that and the way we are constituted, we will always have millions and millions of thoughts going on in our mind. And I think what meditation helps you do is being able to observe and separate you from your thoughts, right? Um, and that's very uncomfortable because just looking inwards, um, you know, the way... <clears throat> The way, like, um, you would think about, like, the human being, the, the smallest component of a human being is the DNA, uh, is the same thing with your mind. The, 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 on, on a micro level, the smallest, smallest component is a thought, right? And so the thoughts, you are who you think. And, and meditating gives you that ability to take, to be an observer of your own thoughts and just kind of, like, you're sitting in a movie, Right. And you're just taking a step back and you're looking at your thoughts uh, without necessarily being emotionally involved in them. And that helps you correct the process. It helps you correct because the way you, when you start correcting how, what the way you think, um, your life starts slowly changing. And, you know, I, I do definitely, um, you know, definitely ag- um, agree with you in, in just being able to look inside uh, uh, and, and observe your own self. Um, so, you know, you mentioned kind of your circumstances and you mentioned, um, again, your environment and, and the people around you. You know, first of all, how influential 
are the people you surround yourself with and and how do you change that how do you revamp that like you know you may be coming from a particular circumstance they may not have the financial means to remove yourself from it right immediately but a change has to start somewhere at some point you got to cut somebody off right um and how do you go about it and i think that's a struggle that a lot of people i have and including myself and and and, and sometimes it's the people that are the closest to you um that you look up to that you actually have to cut off from your circle right and so how do you go about that how can you revamp you know the people around you so you know you're 100% right and i would i would say that the majority of the hate is going to come from people that you thought were supposed to be in your corner right family friends childhood yeah. uh you know cohorts that you you assumed were just automatically going to support your your new en endeavors in in all actuality they're not and you know our our circle you know there's a saying you, your network is your net worth right? and it doesn't always yeah you know translate just to money right we all think just money but you know you mm -hmm. think about being married okay uh, i I've, I've been fortunate yeah. To, to be married almost 20 years now. And, you know, if we were to hang out when we were young in this marriage and we hung out with uh, others that weren't married, weren't serious or, or had toxic relationships that basically mm -hmm. rubbed off on how we were going to treat and act and move in our own relationship, because that's what we saw. And so, you know, you yeah. do have to be willing to make a decision to cut people off. And sometimes it's people that are very close to you and, and it's hard and it, and it hurts. But, you know, I tell people to love them from a distance, you know, arm's length. You, it's not that you can't ever still have, you know, conversations with them, uh, but you mm -hmm. can't allow that influence to continue to bog you down and not allow you to, to reach yeah. your new heights and peaks. And you know, there, there are so many ways to meet uh, people that are headed in the direction that you want to go. Uh, you know, therapy groups for mm -hmm. marriages, right? People that, that might be um, going in that same direction, you know, business-wise, you know, let, let, let's just, we'll take real estate. There are real estate groups that are do re webinars and Zoom meetings. And it's a mixture of people from ex super experienced to beginners. And you can literally begin to, mm -hmm. to put yourself in the circles that you want to be in. But again, it takes you deciding, hey, I want this for me. I want to take those actions. And if you want it bad enough, there's always a group out there. There's always an association that will, with open arms, take you in yeah. and, you know, allow you to kind of sharpen that blade, you know, still sharpen still. Uh, you, you, you're not going to get that sharpening from, you know, a dull piece of plastic on the side of the road. You're just not. And unfortunately, a lot of us have a lot of plastic in our life that we're trying to sharpen against. And it's just not going to work, mm -hmm. you know. Um, and, and it looks different for everyone. Yeah. But I know that I have the more that I have reached out for more and wanted uh, a higher level of thinking and and and. Uh, just a higher level of life. You like attracts like. Also, you begin to attract those type of individuals in your life, and the ones that that mm -hmm. don't want to move up and don't want to elevate, they just kind of 
fall to the wayside and allow that transition to happen. Don't feel sad. <laughs> Look, you're moving up in life. And, you know, hopefully one day they'll see your success and they'll see that your movements brought you to a place that they too also wanted to be. And they'll emulate those steps. But until then, find those people that you yeah. want to be like, begin to emulate what they've done and, and just get after it. Put your head down, stay focused and you will begin to attract the people that you want. You will. And if you take action, you can put yourself in the same circles as a lot of these people. Yeah. I mean, you know, um, it's, it's interesting when you're, when you even mentioned, um, finding the balance in terms of relationship. You know, I, I have a good friend of mine that used to always say that he assigned a toxicity dose level to everybody. And there are people that are very potent, man, you know, <laughs> oh and so you yeah. can only take them in very, very little doses. And sometimes the doses, they're so potent that now nah, you can't, you know, you really can't have any dose of them whatsoever. And right, really just looking at that is how toxic is the person in your circle and really kind of, you know, grading them in that, in that sense and, and, and keeping them at bay based on their toxicity level. Um, yes. you know, that, that's, that's always a good analogy that I like to use. Um, and so I, I think like you mentioned, you know, um, if you want to change, if you want to improve your life, you, there's always groups and, and different organizations out there that can be helping you to do that. Um, what, what advice would you give to anybody, to anyone wanting to, to be pro, become proactive, right? Wanting to be a, an action taker instead of just kind of let life pass by and be a spectator to their own life? What, what tips would you give them? be like Nike and just do it. Um, you know, at the end of the day, hesitation is like a fear magnifier, right? Uh, you know, in the army, we had to do a lot of things that were uncomfortable. And the more I built it up in my head, you know, the harder it, mm -hmm. it was to just do it, just, just do it, you know? Um, and what I also realized is every time I took the plunge, and just went for whatever it was, right? Those things that I thought were these one-eyed monsters, so humongous in my brain that I thought was was gonna, you know, stop me and dead in my tracks and destroy me, uh, were quite small things compared to to the reality of it. And I I went through those things with ease. And you look back and you say, okay, that wasn't that bad. And so. You know, I, I would just really encourage people um, to not allow fear to dictate you, right? Uh, whatever, mm -hmm. and when we talk about fear, it's kind of like your thoughts. You you have to isolate that fear and, and find where it, it, it's deriving from, right? Like what, what is causing this yeah. fear? Isolate it, take, take the power away from it because if you don't isolate it, you give it power, you give it strength and it just continues to grow. Like I said, so we isolate it. We figure out, okay, Hey, uh, this is what it is. Uh, this happened when I was younger, but you know what? Hey, I'm, you know, whatever age now I'm 30 years old, 35 years old. I can do this. I got this. And each step gives mm -hmm. you the confidence to make a larger and more proactive step the next time. 
in in belief in yourself that you're capable. It's it's just as hesitation, you know, magnifies fear. Going for it and and taking action increases your confidence and your ability to to go further as you move forward. It's it's a it's a beautiful process. Absolutely. I mean, and you know, you're you're right on point on when it comes to that. I, you know, my theory with regards to fear is that, you know, it's a defense mechanism that your belief system has to uh, preserve itself. You know, um, when I think about belief system or operating system or things that you've learned over the years, uh, experiences, how you've reacted and emotions that are attached to it. And so a lot of the times you're fearing something because your operating system, the way your mind works, the way your thoughts move, kind of like the theme of your thoughts, uh, is, is trying to really protect your yourself from hurt and pain. And they basically, you know, kind of play around with your emotions in that sense. <laughs> and so understanding it from that standpoint, which is, you know, the question that I always ask myself, what am I truly afraid of, right? Is it, Half of the time, it's not physical harm. Um, is it mental harm or hurt? A lot of the times, it's it's the fear itself that 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 yeah. I am afraid of, as opposed to yes. whatever I'm trying to get into, right? And so that that the, just understanding that the, the emotion fear is more of a defensive mechanism, as opposed to something attached to a particular object or a particular action kind of alleviates a lot of the, you know, um, all of the apprehension when I try to, to start something new. Um, this is awesome. Yeah. Um, you know, thank you so much for, for joining the show. If, uh, you know, viewers and, and listeners want to get in touch with you, with you, how would they do that? Well, you can get a hold of me at mrtenacity.com. And my email is mrtenacity40 at gmail.com. And, you know, Chad Osinga mm -hmm. on Facebook, uh, please send me a message. I would love to connect uh, with you. And real quick, before we get out of here, just to talk about the, the mindset. You know, there's 12,000 to 60,000 thoughts a day that we have, and 80% of those are negative. 95% mm -hmm. of those are repetitive from yeah. the day before. You know, so... Uh, the us managing and controlling these thoughts, and like you said, uh, fear and being just afraid of fear itself, and and allowing those thoughts to to continue unmanaged is truly uh, probably the biggest reason why people are still stagnant where they are. Right. So, if I could leave anybody with anything, it's it's to tackle those that mindset and and to really begin to manage it. Yeah, absolutely. I I definitely agree with that. And you know, definitely there are so many tools and techniques in order to managing your thoughts. But but really self-improvement, self self um you know, help does start with managing those thoughts and and I completely agree. So thank you very much for joining the show and always remember to continue every day to try to be the superhuman you. And until next time, cheers.